cool cats against. <laughs> it's been so long since I've thought about Tiger King. I I was reminded about Tiger King after Halloween mm-hmm. because All people were the... like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they were like. All the costumes. They were like, I'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> I love seeing all the Joe Exotic costumes. They're so yeah. good. I think the Kardashians went as a really? Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, I wish uh, I wish somebody I would have seen somebody going as Carol Baskin and like her husband on the leash. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> that poor man. That would have been so good. Oh, you know he likes it. Like, he's so about it. He's like, yeah, whip me with that leash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of Halloween, though, I finally yes. posted on our Instagram mm-hmm. for Halloween. Oh, yeah, it's a good picture. If that picture doesn't make you convert, <laughs> I don't know what will. It's a very good picture. It's a very good I picture. Know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, this week I thought that it would be an interesting topic to talk about um, religious experiences in relationships. Yes. Um, just because I personally felt like I was pressured a lot when I was like a young adult mm-hmm. about who I was with, mm-hmm. especially in relation to my family's religion. Yeah. And I'm sure that you've probably felt the same way. Oh, definitely. Because I always... to be a Christian man. Yeah. I always felt a lot of pressure to be with a good Christian man and... Who was going to be the head of the household. Uh, and, and I was going to cook. <laughs> Do all the things. Wipe his ass. Not have sex before marriage. Wipe his ass while he fucking reads the Bible to me. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Terrible. mm. Absolutely awful. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. But, I mean, I understand the, like, the desire to want to have a partner with the same religious values as you. Um, Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. I get it. I think that's a really important thing. But I think that the, um, the part where it starts to go downhill is the whole idea that to be a good person you must believe the same way mm-hmm. as me that there's and no then like all the different facets that can come with that right like i think i understand more like if you're either a religious person or if you're not a religious person mm-hmm. and the issue that could arise like if you try to be with somebody who like let's say you're religious and you want to date somebody who's not religious mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, I think that's where do the you go issues... to church? Do you not go to church together? Like, yeah, there's a lot of questions that come up with that. Yeah. And especially if you like want to have children, mm-hmm. I think that's where it gets, you know, more. What do you teach them? Do you just teach them to believe whatever they want? Do you want them to be raised up in your religion? Yeah. Which I think most people would say, Yes, of course I do, because it's the right way. It's the only way I'm going to be saved. (laughs) Well, I mean, it does make sense. I mean, if you have chosen this for yourself, if this is the life that you have decided to lead, then you've done it for a reason, because you think it's personally the best way to live, and you want the best for your kids, so. But this is part of, like, my biggest issue with, I guess, a lot of people's religious values is that they think because it works for them that it works for other people. Mm -hmm. Including their kids. Yeah. Even though, you know, religious perspective is something that's incredibly personal, Mm -hmm. 
people don't view it that way Mm -hmm. and that bothers me yeah because your experience of the world is going to be completely different from my experience of the world even if you birthed and or raised me yeah you know because we we have different experiences Mm -hmm. and i think I mean, there's a lot of good things that do come with religion on a personal level. I mean, like you have, you have like kind of a general rule book for like how to live your life. You know, you have a sense of community. Um, you have even, even the fact that you can work it like into your schedule, like every week you have some sort of consistency. Like every week I'm going to go to church and I'm going to be in touch with my spirituality Um, and like, these are all very noble things. And so it makes sense that you want to pass them along to other people or to your children or even to your partner. Um, but on the flip side, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And I know (laughs) when I was like hella Christian, I just like, go ahead and tell that whole story. I want to hear all of that. Oh, good. Um, I was, I definitely pressured, um, the guys that I was with at the time to, convert not convert but like i mean my high school boyfriend was a christian as well but like we were different kinds of christians i guess which will blow so many of you all's minds but here down in the south we have different christians (laughs) like got different types of christians but like he was just a lot more open-minded than I was. And what a thought. Wow. What a thought. Um, but that's dangerous. I was very, very strict with myself. And honestly, I think some of it probably came from like jealousy. Go, go into some of that, uh, strict with yourself. Explain, like, give us some examples. (laughs) Okay, sure. Um, so I was very, very strict with myself. I did not, have sex until I was 19 and like kind of starting to fall out of my religion, which was uh, non-denominational Christianity um, with like heavy roots in Baptist, like Southern Baptist um, culture. And um, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do any of the normal teenager things. I mean, not that like that's something to like aspire to or whatever like if you don't want to drink or smoke like that's not a bad thing like honestly it's, yeah there's plenty of religious or religious people that do those things and plenty yes. of non-religion religious people that don't exactly but for me personally it meant holding myself to a pretty unreasonable standard if i do say so myself like an unreasonable standard to be very in touch with god and with my spirituality and but but i I also think that that's like a relatively normal thing for for people because like my parents don't engage in any type of you know drugs or alcohol Mm -hmm. or anything and it's because they think it's just a sin Mm -hmm. but i I mean at the same time i was also denying like different parts of myself including being queer and including um just being like a spontaneous person in general because I felt like I had to have like a plan for my life and that plan was to go to college probably fall in love there and have like 2.5 kids and all that shit and then do music for Jesus (laughs) so none of that happened (laughs) thank god um but yeah that's that's what I mean by being very strict with myself and I think it also poured out into 
how I interacted with others. And I was reflecting with somebody about this the other day and it was like, oh man, like, why don't I get invited to parties as a high schooler? It's like, yeah, they don't want to hear you. Like they weren't saying this. I said this about myself. Like, yeah, like they don't want to hear you say like, Jesus loves you 172 times <laughs> and, um, like start reciting Bible scripture. <laughs> See, I don't know about you, but that's like all I want to hear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh. Hey, Brent, I guess it makes what? my dick hard. Guess what? Oh. Jesus loves me. <laughs> oh. I think I just came. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, spilled over into my relationships quite a bit and my first boyfriend was christian and um this was the one that was more open-minded right he was more open-minded and like i don't know i guess i i put a lot of pressure on him to be a certain way and i do hold a lot of regret about that um, yeah, because how did like that make him feel from your perspective i think it made him feel really shitty and <laughs> that sucks and um yeah I, I, I do feel bad about that. I mean, the relationship ended terribly, but, and like, right. Well, he of course had his things, but right. Well, I mean, I've been or known so many people that are like, you know, they date somebody, but then, you know, and they were like a religious person and they were like, Oh, I met this guy, but like, he's actually not that religious. And like, you know, that's just like a, a big thing for me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But then it's just like, I tried to convert him and I'm just like, I think that kind of like that whole, you know, I'm trying to make you right for me is yeah. really disrespectful. It's super toxic. Yeah, because it it not only perpetuates the idea that they need to be fixed to be yeah. with you. It also invalidates their own experience. Yeah, and their opinions as well. Mm-hmm. And that And that also comes from like the view because you've already got it in your mind that they're wrong Mm -hmm. which is just and they secretly know that they're wrong you know what i mean yeah or maybe not they don't even or not even that they secretly they just don't know any better oh yeah and like it's like this like oh you you poor dumb creature sort of a like pitiful mentality yeah or like here let me show you this so you see the flaws in your way Mm -hmm. so that you will convert to the right Mm -hmm. way because i'm right and there's no possible way that i could be wrong (laughs) right and there's nothing wrong like if you do decide to convert because you think that you know what you were believing wasn't i guess as good as it could be Mm -hmm. for you but like that doesn't you know, negate that experience for other believers or non-believers. And, like, you really think that, you know, that, like, a 25-year-old person, you know, hasn't had the experience of trying to be converted before? Like, yeah, you know, because I feel like that's, like, a relatively normal reaction, you know, especially, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, I'm sure now, too, but... But I don't know. I just, that bothers me. And I've had, you know, family members that I've had conversations with about like trying to find the right guy mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm just like, okay, but also, do you realize how kind of shallow you sound right now? Yeah. And not even just shallow, but like disrespectful to their wants and needs. And like, you don't have to be with them. And, like, you don't have, I feel like to an extent you shouldn't, if if you're finding the right, if you're looking for the right person, it's not going to be somebody that you have to wrestle with to agree with you. Mm-hmm. 
or convert or whatever. Yeah. You know, because if they really love you, they'll either do it or, you know, you, you guys will come to a conclusion that makes you both happy or they won't want to do that. And then you just won't have a relationship. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. Like, I totally understand why people want to be with somebody who is like-minded, mm-hmm. you know? But I think that there's, like, a level of respect that gets missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, same with, and not even just, like, in viewing relationships. I think that there's a lack of respect for, you know, religious differences, period. Yeah. You know, I mean... I know my, I know like family members of mine, like they don't have any respect for Muslims. They don't have like Mm -hmm. really any respect for Jews or, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, I mean, shit, they don't even really have that much respect for people that are also Christians, but are just quote unquote different different types types of of Christians because they're not the right kind of Christian. Yeah. Because that they're not the right kind of believer. And Uh I'm just like, how shitty, Mm -hmm. you know, like at least they believe something, Yeah, you know, like as far as, you know your preference of, well, they need to believe something. Well, at least these people believe in something. Mm -hmm. If that's kind of like what you're basing, you know, this mindset off of, Mm -hmm. but I hate that. Yeah. Because it's always just like, well, the Muslims want to kill us. And I'm like, that is such a very, (laughs) and it's undimensional way to look at things. It's unintelligent. Yes. And it makes you look like an idiot. Well, it's unintelligent, it's intolerant, and it also comes from lies, I guess, that we've been fed. And I also think it comes from insecurity, too. The refusal to look at those lies. Yeah. Like the insecurity in one's own religion, perhaps. Yeah. It's like, it's that... It's that us versus them sort of thing. And I think this is why, specifically, Christianity... And I say works with quotes around it, but that's why it hooks so many people is because humans have natural tendency to be like us versus them. And especially in Christianity, you have good versus evil. You have like the good, the good guys, the angels and the, you know, Christians and things. And then you also have the bad guys. You have the demons and the unwelcome spirits and whatever, and you have Satan. And then this translates into people on earth who are either following the good guys or the bad guys. And so it can be very easy to slip into that mindset of us versus them, not only with regards to like, quote unquote, Satan, but also with other people who don't believe the same way as you, because if it's one, if it's not one way, then it has to be the other. Right. And I hate that. Yeah. Because it's like there's no, like, room for understanding at that point. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, if you're convicted in what you believe, okay. But also I think that that whole, like, wholehearted uh, conviction is kind of idiotic. Well, it's dangerous. And I don't, I don't want to label it idiotic because I think people believe in things for a certain reason. Like, people don't just, like, come to their beliefs completely without any sort of pathway there. And so a lot of people feel safe in their religion and a lot of people um, feel very emotionally attached to it. Um, And separating yourself from that can feel very, very scary. Right, and I understand that, but I also think that it's kind of, well, let's say for a lot of people that 
quote unquote pathway to getting there was just because mo- that's what mom and dad did. Mm-hmm. And that's not a real reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not a real re- reason to be convicted in your heart that something's right. But on the flip side, I don't see why it's not a good reason because we do so many things in our lives because mom and dad did it. I mean, like that when you're born into this world, that is your sense of security. Yeah. That is um, everything that you know. And so it makes sense that naturally you would follow the same path. Um, I think it's becoming less and less common now to do that simply because we have so much connection to the outside world. We have like incredible technology to where we can speak to somebody like over in the Philippines in the next five minutes and we can understand their perspective on things and see how differently, you know, people behave in different parts of the world and different cultures. Um, and we, we have that contact, but before you really only could go off of, that natural instinct, which is to rely on your parents or your family or your, you know, immediate community. And a lot of times that community is found in religion. So yeah, that's a good point. I guess going back to like the relationship stuff, it only makes sense that you would want to find a partner that shares those beliefs with you, especially if you, um, have more of a tendency to follow what your parents did. Right. Or not even that, but just like want to be accepted by your culture. Yeah. For sure. Or just any culture, because like a lot of people come to different religions um, after being somewhere else, I guess, um, because they feel like they need it. Yeah, that's just like a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I was going to read, I found this like interesting Reddit article kind of like about this topic. Go for um, it. That I found on an elite daily post, but it's from... It's from uh, the Ask Women subreddit. Ask Um, Women? Yeah. Nice. The Ask Women subreddit. Not to exclude men here, but... (laughs) So, Qualens, five years ago, on this subreddit, asked, Have you ever had to end it with someone because of religious or cultural differences? I had, quote-unquote, that conversation with my FWB. I have no idea what that means. Friends with benefits. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I'm not good with this modern lingo. Fair enough. Uh, Yesterday, and the conclusion was that we can't be together because of our cultures. They're too different. He'll be expected to go home after university and find a girl from his own country to marry. I'm not complaining. It's how he was raised. What's expected of him, and I respect that. But it's a shame. We're extremely similar in our outlooks on life, personalities, humor, and have a great physical connection. But the cultural and religious differences make it impossible. Has anyone experienced something similar to this? How did you feel? How did you deal with it? And some of the comments, like, this is an archived post now because it came out five years ago. Um, Comment one, paradox in a box, five years ago. (laughs) Doctor Who quote, I think. Um, It wasn't the only reason, but religion did play a large part in one of my breakups. When When we met, he wasn't very religious, but the longer we were together, the more he started going to church and his attitude started to change. Mm. He began talking about family values, like him being the head of the family and how I would need to be more of a housewife type if he was going to consider marriage. 
We broke up not long after that, and from what I can gather, uh, we don't speak. He married someone else about four months after we broke up. Wait, he married somebody four months after they broke up? Jesus Christ. I bet that they were seeing each other. And he was like, I wonder if you're going to be more like this chick. Maybe? Mm, no. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that, you know, because she says, or I don't know, it's, it, it could be a he, I don't know, a he or she, okay. um, the commenter, it doesn't say, but um, because she says that this person that she, she, she's seeing, you know, starts to change because he's going to church. And I feel like that whole um, kind of patriarchal belief in Christianity or whatever also kind of idolizes the idea of you know a young marriage and part of that i think comes from the need to procreate and also like you can't bang before marriage because that's a sin yeah um so yeah Uh. it's like i have all these feelings for this other person i don't know what they are you want to fuck right like (laughs) that's that's what you want to do it's not love (laughs) no it's not yeah and then another one um, from uh, Deleted in brackets five oh, years ago. Okay. My ex is Indian. I'm white. One of the numerous reasons we broke up was because he was, quote unquote, not supposed to be with a white girl. Shit. And it was very apparent that it was an issue. He also wanted to live with his family for dot, 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 well, forever. And didn't <laughs> want to have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of different values. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, like, I think that's a pretty common thing, though, to have like the like immediate family and like just live together in a especially in like Middle Eastern culture. Yeah. And Indian culture. But I can understand if that's not your culture, then you wouldn't want to live that way. Right. So. Um, And then I also wanted to read this one that was about that I thought that was interesting. Ah, yes. This was also this was also from. Oh, maybe Is I it get from the same thread or it's from the same thread. I thought that deleted was actually like, um, a name, a name, but I think no. it's just because the comment was, or the account was deleted. Yeah. Um, but there was another person, I don't know their handle, but it said, we didn't end it because of the religious differences, but I dated someone who was extremely uncomfortable with my practices. He would fuck with my altar and offerings. And he even threw them out a few times. Jeez. He went through a really devout Christian phase before we met and always told me that he thought my way of practicing was disrespectful and he didn't quote unquote understand my quote-unquote made-up religion it's disrespectful bro you literally threw out their shit yeah that's pretty fucking disrespectful but that's like what i'm talking about like when a couple like minutes ago when Mm -hmm. i was talking about how like a lot of religious people do not respect other people's values yeah they because they just immediately think that it's quote-unquote wrong yeah. And I'm just because, and I'm just like, that's just because you live in your little religious bubble mm-hmm. and that's what you think. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like the echo chamber of, well, mm-hmm. like if I believe that, then everybody should believe yeah. it. It's like getting into a room with other people and you're just all talking to each other and you're repeating back the same shit right. to each other. But like, heaven, and just completely validating everything that you're saying. You know, yeah, but that'll, but that'll do that. And then like hardcore, like 
shit on jihad mm-hmm. like religious jihadists and i'm like bitch like i know you ain't killing anybody well maybe i'm sure that there's some christians out there that have there are yes <laughs> yes but, <laughs> but you want to do that but then the crusades was literally the same thing as jihad <laughs> right but we look back at that and we're like oh wow all these brave warriors right. going back for the homeland jesus christ in the name man. of christ get a grip <laughs> get a grip right <laughs> people and, fucking died <laughs> right and so like that that bothers me to no avail when they're yeah. just like they're wrong but like these fucking muslim jihadists like they're they're gonna take over the world and make us convert but they're you're doing the exact same thing yeah not yeah. that i'm condoning jihadism i'm not but like no. and not all muslims are like that it's just a double standard like yeah. it's it's it is confusing to see people who so adamantly are afraid of this quote unquote threat from another place right and refuse to see it's it's a bible quote you refuse to see that you point out the sty in your brother's eye and you refuse to see the fucking log in your own the history of christianity has so much violence behind it so many logs so many logs Just I an abundance the first of time that I read that verse, and I was literally thinking of like Woody the wood Woodchucker's like fucking like <laughs> tree in this person's eye. Oh, some Final Destination shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I it just it's it's interesting to see, and um, I think when it comes to like individual personal relationships, especially romantic ones, it's the difference is most stark, I guess, because you, then you have two people who can have an intimate relationship, but there's so many like moving parts, I guess, when it comes to the religious aspects of it. Because again, that, that brings up so many questions. Like, how do you raise your kids? Will you go to church together? Do you just completely live your religious life separately? Right. I f- that definitely works for some people. Yeah. As long as you can respect and... I mean, not even just respect or tolerate, but, like, you can, I think, love and appreciate the differences and the unique perspective that the person can bring to your life. Right. And on that note, here's oh. another one of the same of the same subreddit. Sick. Um, so this is from ABQCAT, K-A-T, five okay. years ago. I'm a cafeteria Catholic. I don't really know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Married to an atheist. Okay. With a bit of mutual respect and compassion on both sides, it works fine. Mm -hmm. He will go to the uh, quote-unquote important masses, Christmas, etc., when we visit my family. He doesn't like it or believe, but there's more to life than proving unique and how unique and quote-unquote free-thinky you are. Mm-hmm. I don't ask him to go otherwise because there's more to life than dogma and routine. Mm-hmm. That said, Sunday is family day. It doesn't have to be church, but something that brings us closer and helps the marriage. A nice long talk, cooking dinner together, playing a game, etc. Something that bonds us, which is what church, arguably, is good for. Now, I've ended it with other people because of the family slash cultural differences. I am one of seven and grew up with extended family. Yikes. I love living communally, having people coming and going and relying on family and friends for things. In my opinion, people that don't like that type of life never will. 
There is something authentic to me about a big, messy, happy house. My mm-hmm. husband is one of six, and I that love that about nice. us. Yeah. Neither are opposed to roommates, kids, friends, or family. It's nice to have that cultural component in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I agree, because I mean... Yeah. Like, she kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, they don't, you know, you don't have to convert to respect somebody. And they also have some, they have similar values in the fact that they like to live communally. Yeah, and I think the big thing for this person is that, like, you know, they have the same cultural values or mm-hmm. as far as, like, what they want their lives to look like together, which is the yeah. important part, I think, if you're going to get married, like, about... Yeah kids and friends and family and blah 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 and that's really cool um i also looked up cafeteria catholicism and it says the term cafeteria catholic is applied to those who assert a catholic faith yet dissent from one or more doctrinal or moral teachings of the catholic church or who are viewed as dissenting by those using the term so it's like you pick and choose Mm. like you're in a cafeteria i suppose so maybe i'm just like a cafeteria a cafeteria atheist? Yeah. <laughs> a, ca- a, cafe- a cafeteria Christiest? <laughs> I don't really believe in sure. God. Uh, I do. But like more in the like universal energy, sp- spiritual bullshit sort of woo-woo way. Um, okay. Like, I'm like, there's something out there. I don't... Oh, so you're agnostic. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe you... I don't know. Cafeteria agnostic. I'm a calf-gnostic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is devolving quick. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're about to wrap it up. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, we do have a second part coming next week. So, so stay to tuned that. for Subscribe that. Subscribe to our podcast. Please subscribe. That helps so much more than you even know. Um, Same as writing reviews. And send us some suggestions for, you know, something that you want us to cover or... Talk about. Talk about um, (laughs) comments or concerns or if you want to yell at us, if you're angry with us. Yeah. Email us. If you want to vent about something. Email us at religionmademedoit at gmail.com. Yeah, do that. Or DM us on Instagram at religionmademedoit or on Twitter at religionmademe. Did it make you? It made me do some things. Same. Yeah. Or not do some things. Yeah. Question mark. Like having sex until way later. All right. Thank you to Brian for editing this. Mm-hmm. And for that sick theme music. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Tune in next week. Goodbye.